Hi, welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge and comfort eating and become strong, confident women so that they can release weight, have more energy and time to pursue what they love. Today, we're going to talk about boredom, boredom eating. And, you know, if you ever (laughs) felt like you eat sometimes when you're definitely not hungry, you know, you eat late at night or in the afternoon, or you eat through projects and you feel guilty about the choices that you made, then you may have found yourself in boredom eating. And you probably want to instead have, you know, healthy habits be what drives your eating choices. You probably want to feel present and you probably don't want to feel bored, but you want to feel excited, you know, or feel a sense of peace and joy in your life. And you probably want to also be able to indulge when it serves you and not feel guilty about it. And I did some some research on boredom for the episode and really I I came up with my own definition that sums up boredom and boredom is really just the absence of enjoyment. And this can happen for various reasons. It could be that you're not okay with your own company. It could be that you're lacking purpose. It could be that food was a way that you learned to entertain yourself. And so you really just rely on food. It's kind of like a fallback to, okay, I I don't have anything to do. So let me go eat and let me go snack, which I used to do. Oh yeah, I used to do this so much. You know, anytime I felt like I had nothing to do, um, you know, or I got just, you know, a feeling of, uh, what's the word, you know, I'm looking for something to distract myself. Basically, um, I would go eat, you know, it was like just some, another thing to do, you know, well, let me go get some fast food. It was like an entertainment thing, you know? Um, and the anecdote to boredom, to put it simply is presence. And we've talked about embodiment, um, being in your body a little bit and in the last episode. And when we're in, when we're completely in our bodies, that's when we're really present, you know? And anytime I even think about the idea of being in my body, I'm more in my body and I'm more present. (laughs) And so how you can do, how can you quickly inhabit your body? So that you can really listen to your body and trust your body. And there's so many ways that you can do this. You know, you can sit in silence and just be, which I did for an hour and a half the other day. I just sat in silence. You could get up and go for a walk. You know, you could lean into a task that's really stretching you. Something that really makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe it's something new that you've never done before. Maybe it's something that's going to make you vulnerable. You're going to put yourself out there. You know, like maybe you're going live for your business or you are raising your hand in a meeting and saying, okay, I I have an idea about this, you know, but it's leaning into that moment of discomfort. And I'm sure you have experiences like this in your life, times when you've done this. And how did you feel? 
You know, how did you feel when you really leaned in in that moment when you knew you were making yourself vulnerable? Maybe you were saying something that makes you uncomfortable speaking up to a partner for what you need or what you want and you, you do it or you say, I'm sorry, you know, or I love you. All those moments, those are the moments that I'm talking about. And that's why low key, I love this topic so much, you know, because when you, to me, the opposite of binge eating isn't weight loss or eating a certain way. The opposite of binge eating is being courageous in your life. Because for me, binge eating was a solution to all those moments when I, it was time for me to step into courage. And instead I would choose the comfort of binge eating. So when you really get present with yourself, you can, you can snap out of thinking that you're bored because when you think about it, it's just a feeling that comes when we have a thought like, oh, this is too hard or, oh, I'm not interested in this or, oh, I'm, you know, um, there's nothing to do. Or when we're resisting those moments of being with ourselves, you know, so like I said, there's so many different reasons why we can be bored. But if we can, we talk about like just recognizing those moments first, but when, once we have that recognition, that acknowledgement, can you lean in to that moment? The fact that you're listening means you probably have a desire to be more, to do more in your life. You might have big dreams, you know, and when it comes to doing the things that will bring those dreams to fruition, sometimes it can feel boring, you know, and the problem is that we start off super excited and thinking about all the possibilities But when we sit down and do the work that's required and, you know, maybe it's day three and the excitement has worn off and we start to feel bored. That's when boredom eating becomes self-sabotage and it becomes self-destructive. It becomes self-defeating. So let's start looking at how do we break free from boredom eating? And to be repetitive, the fastest way to break free from it is to get present, to get, to get so present in your body. Because when you're present, you're literally, you cannot be bored when you're truly 100% present. Like right now I'm sitting here looking at a wall and a whiteboard and I'm getting really present to my environment. And when I really stop and notice like the grain in the wall, you know, the, the shadows on the wall, the pattern in the trim of the whiteboard. It's like, 
I'm so alive right now. And all I'm doing is just really noticing what's around me. And we all have that. We all have that ability inside of us. And not all of us can get present in the same way. Okay. So you, you might find what works for you in terms of how you get into your presence. But excuse me, as long as you get present in some way that brings that life into you, that makes you feel alive. For my husband, it's reading. You know, he is so in the zone when he's reading a book. So for some of us, you know, it's not going to be that we just sit and stare into space like me. Like I can do that all day. You know, I can just literally go into my zone, into my happy place internally. So it's, it's fine if that's not you, you know? Um, so I do want to acknowledge that there, we have different ways of getting into that presence, but you'll know when it happens and we all have access to it. You know, another way that I really get present is playing music. When I start playing, you know, man, there's certain moments I just get into this zone. Uh, other, another way to talk about it is flow people. Um, and I think I've discussed this before on the podcast where Mihai Csikszentmihalyi um, wrote a book called Flow. And he did one of the biggest studies about happiness. And he it found that people who regularly got into flow were the happiest people. And so, you know, you hear athletes talk about like being in the zone. It's basically flow. Um, and you see this in a lot of areas like with athleticism. You see this with art. But all it was also found, and there was another study that um, I can't remember to cite it right now, but I read it in the book, um, Becoming Superman. No, I'm sorry. It's not Becoming Superman. Um, Steve, Stephen Kotler wrote the book. I can't, the name of the, the title of the book involves the word Superman, but I think I'm actually... I'm saying the title of a different Superman book. So Stephen Kotler is the author, but he talked about in his book, um, he talked about flow and they found a study that he cited in his book found that people who meditate also get into the same state. So flow can be accessed in so many different ways. And it's this way of just being so incredibly present and in the moment. And you literally cannot be bored when you're in that state. Um, And then the last example that I'll give is I find that when I'm working towards a goal. So for example, right now, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm working on my writing. And when I sit down and write, a lot of times I feel very uncomfortable But if I sit in that discomfort and I just, I recognize, okay, I'm uncomfortable. I want to quit. I want to stop. Okay. I recognize that and I'm going to just allow it to be, and I'm going to keep writing. You know, when I do that a lot, many times I find myself falling into this flow state where I, I drop in, I get locked in and I'm in the zone, you know, and 
So where might these moments be for you in your life? You probably have a time in the past when you've accessed this state. You know, um, you can probably remember a time when you just were so engrossed in something that you lost track of time. You know, can you give yourself permission to revisit that? Or maybe not the full version of that, because that's something that I had to, I had to shift my expectations um, later in life. Like when, you know, when I was younger, I might've had all the time in the world. I had no responsibilities, but, you know, once I was older and had more responsibilities, it was like, okay, well, how can I do this for five or 10 minutes? You know, how can I start to carve out some time for this? Also, you know, how can I really demonstrate to myself that, yes, I am a priority? You know, because we can say I love myself all day, but if you're not doing the things that actually demonstrate that, if you're not carving out time to do what's loving to you, if you're not making what you desire important, then what you're really saying is, I'm going to pay lip service to I love myself, but I'm not actually going to treat myself in a loving way. I'm going to treat everything else as if it's more important than my desires. All right. So what are the most, one of the most powerful habits that you can build is the habit of being present, you know, being present to what you're feeling, being present to whatever it is you're experiencing through embodiment, really getting in your body um, and that's when you have the power to choose what most serves you. So you can break out of your current comfort zone without feeling like you have to force yourself or feeling like you need a crutch, like eating, um, or feeling like you're having disintegration anxiety because not that you can stop that. Like disintegration anxiety is a thing that can happen when you're, when your old ego is dying away. But to be able to um, basically buckle up and, you know, just take the ride, even when you're experiencing that anxiety or boredom or any other type of discomfort for that matter. So the next time you have a thought that you're bored or you may not even be bored, you may not even have this thought, you might think, you might think, let's get, let me get a snack, even though you're not hungry, right when you're in the middle of something or right when you're getting to a part that's difficult. But if you can, um, so here's the three steps that you can take. So the first step is just to pause. You know, if you know that you're not hungry, and you're going to eat and you can pause, you can think, okay, well, you know, what is causing me to want to get a snack right now. What is causing that? So step one is to pause. Step two, what am I currently doing that is causing my boredom? Step three, what do I need? All right, so the first step, pause. It's it's just an important habit to get into because that's when you get into your body, you can start noticing what is actually in your experience. So the second step is to ask yourself, what am I doing that's currently causing my boredom? So you might be doing something that feels boring to you because you do it every day and it just feels boring. 
um, or you might be doing something that doesn't light you up, right? So that's why that question is important. Um, what am I doing that's currently causing my boredom? If it's something that you do every day that, but you know, you need to do it, then it's a matter of leaning into not pushing away from the task, or it could be, you know, put on some music that helps you to do it. I don't, whatever, depending on what it is that you do, there's a lot of different options available, but you know, the important thing is to just start to be aware of what is actually in your experience, getting present to it, getting into your body. And so in some cases you might be bored because whatever you're doing truly isn't bringing satisfaction or joy in your life. And if that is the case, then it's time to, it's time for you to choose, you know, what's more important to you, staying where you are or taking the steps and being uncomfortable because likely the reason why you haven't already started moving towards something that you would enjoy is because you're, you have fears or it's going to be uncomfortable, but you know, what's more important to you, you know, uh, be staying comfortable and staying safe where you are or dying with no regrets, you know, because, Let's face it, we're none of us are getting out of here alive, right? And so on our deathbed, we want to be able to say, at least I tried, you know? So thirdly, what do I need? Okay, and I started going a little bit into some of this, but you might need to literally make a change in your life. But you might need, like, if you're already on a path that you know you want to be on, but now you're in the thick of it because, you know, again, we start off so excited and then that excitement wears off. And now we're, what we fall back on is what our habits are, but you might still be in a habit building phase, you know, but whatever phase you're in, there's going to be a time when it's not just exciting and new and shiny. And so then it becomes, we, we must really develop that skill of being comfortable in discomfort, being comfortable in those moments when something no longer feels exciting and shiny and new. But that doesn't mean that we have to experience it as boredom. Again, It's about getting so present to what we're doing, leaning in. Once you do that, then you, you, you go through discomfort, but when you get, when you sit in it and you get through it, you get to the other side of that. And on the other side of that is typically a deeper level of focus. And that level of focus is what feels joyful. You know, that, that level of presence that we can get into. So Hopefully you have an experience in your life where you've already ha- felt this before that you can draw from, from as I'm talking, because sometimes I feel like it's hard to put into words, but if, but most of us have had this experience at some point in our lives, even if it was when we were a child, you know? So all of this is coming from pillar two of the embodiment method and well, when I say all of this, I mean this 
concept. So what I help women with in um, pillar two of the embodiment method is making aligned eating choices. And a part of aligned eating choices is making choices that are in support of the values that you have in your life. So for example, eating out of boredom is not typically on people's values list. You know, I don't know you personally, but (laughs) chances are boredom eating is not part of your values. And the fact that they're listening to this podcast means you probably have a desire to, you know, to live above the status quo, you know? And so I think it's safe to assume that part of your values is probably rooted in health and you probably have values around like experiences, you know, um, and connection, having connection with other people um, in your life. So that's what pillar two really helps women to achieve is to have food be a part of their life in a way that supports their values so that they can eat healthy habitually, but it's effortless. It's not like a constant struggle. So it's really a way of making aligned eating choices effortlessly. So that wraps up today's episode. Let's go over the three steps that I gave you for next time you feel like you might be falling into boredom eating. Number one, I want you to pause and recognize what's happening. That this, okay, this, I'm just bored. I just want to eat to entertain myself or distract myself. Number two, what am I currently doing that's causing my boredom? And number three, what do I need? So try those three steps next time you find yourself boredom eating. And if you had any insights or ahas or any questions came up, then share them with me. You can find me on Instagram at Rashonda Yates. I'm also on Facebook at Rashonda Yates. And um, you can, you know, reach out to me in the DMs. Absolutely love hearing from you. And I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.